Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to yet another fine episode of The Way Life Ought to Be podcast. I'm Wayne Kramer, your host, and I hope your day is incredibly well and all is excellent with you. First and foremost, thanks for tuning into this podcast. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for subscribing and thank you for reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find it, which is a lot of places online. With that being said, let's get into today's topic. The topic of this episode is failing forward. Failing forward, I say. And why is this important? Why is it important to fail forward? And how can we grow and learn from said practice? First of all, let's get some elementary fundamentals out of the way. When we, oftentimes in life, see an opportunity and we do not take the chance to seize it or to step into our destiny, what we are doing is telling ourselves that our dreams and our destiny is not great enough for us to step into. We are telling ourselves we do not simply believe that we can step into that destiny. And what that does to us is it limits our thinking, it shrinks our horizons, and it takes our dreams that were once large and massive and filled the skies, and it reduces them down to a handbasket at best. We need to stand up. We need to look at why we're here. We need to try to step into our destiny. We need to set goals that are high, high, audacious, huge, massive, mighty, mighty, mighty goals. And we need to go after them. And we need to have the guts to step outside of the box. And when we step outside of the box, we need to do one thing and one thing up front. We need to give ourselves permission to fail. Do you give yourself permission to fail? It is very important. If you do not give yourself the permission to fail, you simply will not step out and try to succeed. Some of the greatest people that have ever walked the soil and have given us some of the most amazing inventions. For example, if you're in a room right now that is illuminated, likely it is illuminated by a light bulb. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. He was once asked by a reporter, what does it feel like to fail 1,000 times? To which Edison simply replied, I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention. That took 1,000 steps. How powerful of an attitude is that? He also said, I have not failed 10,000 times. I have successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work. 10,000 ways that will not work. Oftentimes, we will fail one time. We will step out in a tiny baby step. We will see a failure and we will retreat. Yet, Thomas Edison says that he failed 10,000 times, and he viewed it as finding 10,000 ways that it wouldn't work. Perspective. Very important here. Another individual known as Walt Disney, who had many, many failures, yet the world knows him all over, said once, all the adversity I've had in my life, all my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me. You may not realize it, but when it happens, A kick in the teeth might be the best thing in the world for you. Walt Disney. Another quote by Walt Disney said that a person should set his goals as early as he can 
and devote all his energy and talent to getting there. With enough effort, he may achieve it, or he may find something that is even more rewarding. But in the end, no matter what the outcome, he will know that he has been alive. He will know, or she, whoever it may be, will know that they have been alive. Henry Ford once said, The whole secret of a successful life is to find out what one's destiny is and then do it. I believe Henry Ford did that. Did you drive around in an automobile today? Did you get into a car, turn the key, and move about in comfort? Or did you ride on horseback to your job today? Likely, you were in an automobile or some form of an automobile. Could have been a bus. Michael Jordan, widely regarded as one of the greatest, if not the greatest player in the history of basketball, once said, I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games 26 times. I have been trusted to take the game-winning shot, and I have missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life. But that is why I succeed. Michael Jordan, you never remember him missing. You always remember him winning. He is a champion of champions. Elon Musk once said, when something is important enough, you do it, even if the odds are not in your favor. Are you giving yourself permission to fail? Be honest. Are you giving yourself permission to fail? Many, many times I have not given myself permission to fail. I'm like, if I'm going to fail, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. That's going to be embarrassing. But when you give yourself permission to fail, you free up and take off the shackles that hold you down and chain you, keeping you from stepping out into your destiny or the purpose that your life is supposed to have. Which voices in your life are you listening to? Who are you allowing to speak into your life? Do they have the right to say what they are saying? And if they have the right to say what they are saying, is your best interest in their mind? Are they trying to help you or are they trying to hurt you and hold you back? I would ask you today, what business would you like to start? What marathon would you like to run? What goal, what large, gigantic, massive goal would you like to go after? But you're not giving yourself permission to fail, so you're not stepping out into the water. You're lying back and waiting. You're experiencing something that we call fear, which I've heard multiple speakers refer to as false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. That is a great definition of the word fear, in my opinion, because oftentimes that is all it is. You're standing there and there is a ravine, a deep, deep, dark, scary ravine that you think at the bottom of the ravine is filled with glass and rocks and nails and spikes sticking up. And all you have to do is step over that ravine or jump over, walk across and on the other side is growth. On the other side is success. On the other side is transformative change in your life. Yet you focus on the dangers that are at hand. 
or the dangers that you at least think are at hand, and you think, I'm not taking that risk. I could die. I could be injured. I have played sports most of my life, and I remember playing softball, and I know you might think softball is not the hardest sport, because it's probably not, but it is still a sport nonetheless, and it's a great sport. I really enjoyed playing it. But there were people when I was in my 30s that would say, I'm done playing softball. I could get it. I could get injured. I'm sorry. I could get injured. I could pull a muscle. I could hurt my leg. I could hurt my arm. I'm not doing that. I could be injured. If I get injured, then what will happen? Well, what will happen is you'll get injured, you'll heal, and then you'll play again. That's what will happen. But if you stop and you withdraw yourself from the opportunity, you do not even know what it was like to live. We try to mitigate the risks in life by not taking chances. A lot of it is because we are designed to fight for self-preservation. Our mind assesses risks and it looks at situations and it tries to get us through a situation with the least amount of pain possible. But I would ask, how much pain are you feeling in your life currently? I believe pain is a barometer for growth. If you're a runner and you're not feeling any pain, are you actually pushing yourself to grow? If you're a weightlifter and you're not feeling any pain, if you're a public speaker and you're not feeling any type of angst or anxiousness, nothing, are you pushing yourself enough? I would say you are not. You should have a sense of fear inside your stomach. That's a magical feeling to have those butterflies. It's magical. You do not get opportunities to always have that type of a feeling. But when you do, it is important to embrace it and walk through the fire. Greatness is born right on the other side of fear. Excellence is birthed when you walk through your doubts and you walk through your fears and you tell yourself, I will not stand down. I will not retreat. I will not give up. I will walk through this fire and I will grow at all costs, and there is nothing come hell or high water that will stop me from doing it. That is the type of attitude that we need to embrace and grab and hold and cling to to get us to the growth that we so desire. How do we fail forward? What are we supposed to do to fail forward? Failing backward means trying something, failing, falling backward, lying on your back in a fetal position crying, sad, down, unhappy. Life is hard and giving up. Don't get me wrong. I'm not minimizing how difficult it can be. It can be brutally difficult. You can fail to where you actually want to lie down in the fetal position and cry. And sometimes I believe that might be what you have to do. But after you're done, stand up, get back on the horse and move forward. Lick your wounds for a moment, a brief moment, and get back on the horse and go for it again. I saw a YouTube video about a month ago. There's a little child. He was probably about four years old. He was trying to break a piece of wood with his hand, and he just kept trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. And I thought, you know what? There is a lesson here. This little child, no matter what happens to him, he still believes he can break the wood. And he didn't give up. 
He didn't retreat. He didn't walk away. He didn't go lie down on the couch and turn on a rerun of I Love Lucy and grab a bowl of ice cream and just think, you know, it just sucks. It sucks. I can't do it. He kept trying and he kept trying and he kept trying. That is how we are supposed to live. We are not designed to give up. We are not designed to lie down and not pursue the life that we've been given. We've been given the opportunity to live. We've been given the gift of life, and we have dreams that are real within us. Those dreams, those goals, those amazing aspirations deserve to be lived out. They deserve to be chased down and taken. What goals are you setting aside? What dreams are you setting aside? What things are you not doing because you have not given yourself permission to fail? I can tell you in my own life, it's countless, countless. So many times I have opted out of a situation because I thought, why? Why? But you know why? Because if you don't do it, you will not understand or feel what it means to live. It's very easy to look at a situation. I used to be a general contractor doing remodeling and building, and I used to walk up to the house and we would have a particular project to do. We would get into the driveway at the house and I would look at the project and think, uh, how am I supposed to do this? And I would begin to experience a condition known as paralysis by over-analysis. Have you ever experienced this? Paralysis by over-analysis, where you look at a situation and you begin to tell yourself, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. How will I proceed from there? What should I do? Oh my gosh, I can't do this. This isn't going to work. You know how the things got done? Some of the largest, coolest projects that I ever got to be a part of, you just simply start. You open up your tools, you get them out, and you start to walk one foot in front of the other. And you tackle the things that you know how to do and the things you don't know how to do will solve themselves as you move along. And at the end of the project, it looked great. It looked awesome. And I thought, wow, when I got here, I didn't know how to do this. But now I know. That is so cool. That is growth. Was there stress involved? Yes. Was there anxiety involved? Yes. Does life always have stress and anxiety on some level? Yes. Most every day we deal with these things. It comes down to what we do with that stress and anxiety. Will we let that derail us or push us back? Will we let it hold us down? Or will we just deny it, entry into our mind and just move forward. I started playing men's hockey at about 39. I put on all my gear, did not play growing up. It is such a great game. Oh, if I could go back in time, I would have played it. Hockey players are so talented. It's just unbelievable. I got all of my gear on. I drove to the rink and while I had my gear on, I thought, gosh, I look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the part where I step onto the ice and it's going to equalize itself. I'm going to look like an idiot. And I knew I would look like an idiot because it's a two- Sport, sport, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it. Skating, big deal. Skating's a huge deal. People that have played hockey their whole life, they have lateral movement. They have liquidity in all directions. They can stop, turn, backward. It's just amazing. Front crossovers, back crossover. It's just, it's unbelievable. And here's me, straight line. 
I can grind it out, but I not a lot of mobility. And then when you combine that with holding the stick out from your body and you're trying to move a puck that's hard and it's on frozen surface and it's really, really quick. But you know what I did? I stood in that locker room and I thought, I really want to play. I don't care if people think I suck. I don't care if they think I look like an idiot. I don't care. So I'm going to walk out on the ice. I'm going to take my lumps. I'm going to look like a fool. And I'm going to fight my way through until I can at least compete on some level. And that's what I did for the better part of a decade. Some days I did a few things where I was like, wow, I can't even believe I did that. I didn't know I could do that. Other days I thought, uh, why am I here? This guy went around me as if I was invisible because his skill sets were at such a level that I could not catch up. But I can tell you that even though I felt foolish and even though I felt like I just did not compare to some of these people, I loved it. I loved it. I loved putting my skates on. I loved getting them razor sharp and watching these great players around me and learning from them and trying to see what are they doing that I could maybe get just a little bit here and there, just a couple little pointers per night. And I would ask them, look, I haven't played a lot. What am I supposed to do in this situation? A lot of them helped. And they said, look, when you get to the net, you're not supposed to stare at the puck in your skates. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to skate and no. And then I was like, oh, good point. That would be why the goalie can see what I'm doing from 16 miles away. But I can tell you it was a learning curve and it was a great learning curve. We need to give ourselves permission to fail. What is it in your life that you could take on right now? It doesn't matter how old you are. What if you're 20, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80? Last week, I went to a home. I met with an individual and he was uh, purchasing some installed windows and I was talking with him and he was a little bit hard of hearing. So I thought, oh, he must be, you know, retirement age or a little bit older. And he said that he had taken his boat out and I'm talking boat like a 50 foot cabin cruiser out into the Gulf of Mexico the weekend before. And he has a exercise bike in his living room. And he said he rides that for about an hour and a half a day. And he said, I'm just not sure because I'm not sure how long I'll live here. And I said, well, why do you say that? He said, well, I'm 94, 94 people, 94. Okay. So when you're 30, 40, 50, 60, and you're sad and you're like, I can't do it. I'm so old. This guy is 94 and he's taking a 50 foot cabin cruiser out on the Gulf of Mexico by himself. And he's riding an exercise bike an hour and a half a day. And he has three cars and a great house and he's meeting with me and he's getting his windows replaced. And I told him straight up, you look incredible. You're inspirational. I said, what you're doing is amazing. Most people, I know people that are thirties that stop trying things. It's crazy. It is never too late to set new goals. It is never too late to give yourself permission to fail. And it is never too late to fail forward. In fact, every time you try something new, it is very important to fail forward. If you're trying a new sport, if you're trying something in business, if you're trying something in public speaking, if you're trying something at your church and your relationship and it doesn't go well, fail forward. Look at what happened. Hone your skills. Get up and move forward. Don't give up. Life is too short to give up. It's a gift. It is a gift. Wayne Gretzky, widely regarded as one of the best athletes of all time. Incredible statistics. Hard to even believe. Otherworldly man. Otherworldly man. He once said that you miss 100% of the shots that you never take. 
you miss 100% of the shots that you never take. What does that mean? That means if you do not take the shot, you are guaranteed to miss. It will not happen. The only way that you even have a chance of it happening is to take the shot. Take the risk. Go for it. Give yourself permission to fail. Chase after it. Step out. Step up and move forward. I used to work in radio a long time ago, and I went to school for broadcasting, and I remember I was living in a small town, and I was sitting in the booth at the radio station, and it overlooked a river. This is a town of 3,000 people. Really small town. And so it went by my full name. I thought, you know, a stalker might be a good idea in this situation. I don't know what I'm going to do otherwise. I'll work, go home, and just sit there. So I just used my real name, thinking, let it be, man. We're going to let it be. But I remember... When I was done doing my shift and I would go into the production studio portion of the radio station, I would sit in that room. This is probably five years before I got to be on a station in Minneapolis. It was a huge station, Classic Rock. That was where I worked. And I got to be a disc jockey there. And I was in this small town five years prior. And I was sitting in the production studio and the other person that worked with me at the station, his name was Bob. And he was from South Minneapolis. So he knew of the station. And I used to practice introing the songs. I would practice it. And I was like, classic rock, 92 KQRS. Here's a cut from Elton John, Rocket Man on KQ 92. And he would look at me and say, why are you doing that? And I would say, because I want to be there. I want to work there. I knew no one there. I had no connections to that station, but I put it down and I listened to it by putting it down, I put it down on an audio track on a reel-to-reel, and I listened back, and I thought, is this real? Could I really do this? Could I do this? And I wasn't sure. I thought, I don't know. Fast forward four to five years later, I get the opportunity to interview. I get the job. My first shift ever at one of the most legendary classic rock stations in the history of time, in my opinion, still doing great. I sat down in the studio, stood up actually, in the studio, there's a potentiometer. It's a slide. That's how you control the volume of the song, the mic, et cetera, et cetera. I remember my first shift. It was so amazing because I remember doing that in that small town. I remember living it out. And I was like, Minnesota's best classic in new rock. This is Kramer, KQ92. Here's a cut from Elton John. It's Rocket Man on 92 KQRS. And I slid the potentiometer up and I was like, unbelievable. I'm actually living this. I made it. It was so cool. I was so pumped. I just didn't know that I could actually do that. I love the sink or swim of that situation. Live, live. This podcast is not live. That was live. And it was a rush. The whole story, the reason why I'm telling you that story, the reason why I'm telling you the stories of all of these other people, which what I did doesn't even come close to what they're doing. But in my world, that was a big success. The reason I'm even telling you that is because if you don't believe and you don't start to see yourself achieving at a level that you would like to be at, it simply is almost impossible to have that happen. If you would like to be a much better baseball player or a golfer or a basketball player or a public speaker or a better mom or dad, a husband, a better pastor, whatever, stand in the building. If you're a basketball player, stand on the court and close your eyes 
and see yourself moving down the court, weaving around defenders, looking for an open man, faking left, looking right, fade away, boom, nothing but net. Feel yourself landing and your feet hitting the court. Feel it. Visualize it. Make it real. It is possible. Now, that was the first station or second station that I actually worked that I worked at four or more radio stations in the middle, but I do distinctly remember dreaming. And people say, you know that, come on, you're in a town of 3000 people. You want to go talk to 2 million people live every night. You're not going to make that. What are you doing? That was the guy. He was a great guy, but he was like, why are you doing that? And I said, I, I just really wanted to see if it's possible, if I could believe that I could sound good enough to be on this station. I really did. And it gave me some hope that maybe someday, if there was a way that I could be given that opportunity to step into that spotlight and grab that microphone and turn that pot up or the potentiometer, the slide volume controller, if you're not a broadcast nut, that I could stand on my own and I wouldn't sink. I would swim. I would swim and I would do the best that I could do. And I would live that moment for all it is worth. Allow yourself to fail forward. Give yourself permission to fail. Go for it. Some of the greatest heroes and the biggest leaders in our world simply did not give up. They did not look at their life as a failure. They did not fail backwards. They failed forward. I hope that this episode finds you well. I hope that you are looking at goals and ways to grow and you've got opportunities and if you're worried or you're tense about it or you're stressed or you're thinking, oh man, come on, man, I don't know, brother. You don't get to know. Some of the greatest successes are right on the other side of fear. Fail forward, fail forward, fail forward. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Way Life Ought to Be. I'm Wayne Kramer, your host reminding you to fail forward. Please subscribe, share, review, listen to the other episodes. Help me grow this podcast. I want it to be a source of encouragement for people that are trying to step out and grow and live the best life possible. I hope you have an incredible day. God bless. <laughs>